Hey, Todd, why are you staring at your shoes? Because I'm so painfully introverted. Uh, yeah, no. You're listening to Braving Bad Bosses with Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, where we discuss how to survive a bad boss and not be one. Okay, so I got a, I got a weird example for you to think about. All right, lay it on me. Maybe you can relate to this. It, when you were a kid, did you ever go to the, get ready to go to the zoo? Yeah. And you got all excited about going to the zoo. I and you're love gonna going see to the, the animals. zoo. I still love going to the zoo. Yeah, you're going you know, to see all the animals. You're going to interact with them. It's like, I can't even wait. Yeah. And then you get there, and like 90% of them are like sleeping off in the corner somewhere or, you know, in their little inhabit, what do you call it? Like their habitation. Habitat. Like in their like in their little hut or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you can't even cage. see them. So I think you, it's so called a cage. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes in the cage they have like this little place where they go and get out of the sun. Right, and you, right, right. And so it's just this disappointing thing. You're, you're ready to go. The whole purpose of going to the zoo was to see animals in person. Yeah. But when you get there, the best you can do is like read about them on the little placard in front of the enclosure. Yeah. Frustrating. To me, that's sort of what it feels like when you go to work expecting to interact with your boss to get all of the things that you need out of a boss relationship yeah. to do your job. Yeah. And he's he or she is painfully introverted. So yeah. today we're going to talk about the painfully introverted bosses who have sins of omission, including communication and just personal contact. They are hiding back in their little den when I want to see them den. out here ripping apart a zebra. That, well, yeah. Okay. I don't know about I don't know about that. I think you went over the line a bit on that. But yeah, the word is den. Yeah. So, also, we're, we're excited to be back here at Opera House here in the River Market in Kansas City. And we have come at a very lively time, so please it excuse any of the uh, background, uh, but I think it's good because re- uh, they're, I, I think this is a place where all the introverts come and uh, yeah. show their extroverted traits. I'm realizing that, that I'm facing the coffee part and you're facing the, the bar part. alcohol part. Yeah. <laughs> so, we kind of have both things going on here. Hey, we got to play to our strengths. But thanks, <laughs> yeah, thanks to the Opera House for hosting us again. All right, so where do we? How do we get started on this painfully introverted boss problem? Well, so being an introvert is a great thing. I some of my favorite people are introverts. I've got introverted friends. Okay. <laughs> so what makes a boss a painfully introverted boss versus just being? Because being an introverted boss isn't that bad of a thing. But where does it start to cross the line of being yeah, painfully no, that's introverted? A, that's a really good observation, and we want we want to make sure that we're not. We're not, consi- we're not calling introverts inferior in any way. As a matter of fact, in my experience, I have seen introverted bosses, and introverted meaning a little bit, a little bit more moderate-paced, more introspective, less outspoken and yeah. you know, flashy and exuberant oh, yeah. and high energy. Th- some of those folks are the best bosses I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, that they're, they're they get not, stuff done. They get stuff done. They're more thoughtful. They're calm, thoughtful, maybe more some, creative. sometimes better listeners. So introverted yep. is not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Don't interrupt near as much as some extroverts so, would. It's sort of like I'm trying to get this out and you keep interrupting. Yeah, anyway, exactly. So introversion is, is really as a positive trait, and we don't want to sit, we don't want to act like it's not. But there there comes a point where introversion becomes so shy, yeah, so avoidant of human contact, yeah, that um, you know that that emotionally ill-equipped person that is almost impossible to communicate with. Yeah. That's where it kind of crosses the line, obviously. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What's the difference between shyness and introverted? So, so uh, uh, introversion typically, I'm mean, not, not to go into a lot of definition here, but introversion essentially just means this person 
feels um, that they need to be alone to recharge their batteries. Damn. And so they, 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 they enjoy being alone. They have no problem with being alone. doesn't necessarily mean they're shy. Yeah. Like some, some people I know that are introverted are extremely socially friendly. Yeah. Um, they, have a, they have a very pleasant, you know, outgoing personality. But deep down, intro, from an introversion standpoint, they, they uh, like to go recharge alone with a book. Yeah. yeah. When I was thinking through this and, and trying to find some uh, examples around this, I came across an article in Inc. Magazine, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes. And where, where can people find those show notes, Jeff? Right on the website, uh, bravingbadbosses.com, right yeah. below the video. Yeah, or which sorry. is also a place for you the to audio. contact us and to share some examples on your own. But I, it was the difference, are you shy or are you introverted, and the science between the two. And mm. one of the things that it called out was the level of choice, that shyness isn't a choice you kind of struggle going through mm. it but mm-hmm. introverts can interact with people they just choose not to or would prefer not to where shyness really is more anxiety or debilitating could in be. terms of interacting yeah 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 i, I could see that yeah i could see that and so and i think sometimes when we f- are dealing with bosses that we're losing so we, we we desire more interaction with yeah. them um we want to see more connection and communication with them what are some things that we can do to try to draw that out without without just demanding it you know yeah. like it, it, yeah. it's not fair to them to say hey i need you to be more extroverted yeah so that's that's a really good question and so let's for for purposes of this podcast let's assume that the person is not um you know have they don't have some sort of debilitating phobia of dealing with people yeah right but you know we maybe i'm, I'm thinking of one in my head right now that i remember who walks into the office literally staring at his shoes yep. not making eye contact with anyone into the office door yep. door closed yep. out for lunch door closed back in and then home and, and so and this person was trying to lead people not not a good thing so but generally speaking if you're dealing with a boss who's you know on the shyer side quiet side introverted uh, you know I think one of the things to keep in mind is don't overwhelm them sure too much human contact too frequent of interruptions those are the kinds of things I think that can cause them to to retract into their office and sure. try to avoid you a bit. Sure, I, you know I think one of the areas that can manifest itself in dealing with an uh, introverted boss like that is just the involvement, the interaction that yeah. you have with them on a regular basis. And uh, I, I I did have an introverted boss that I, I dealt with that had very similar to what you were describing there. And one of the things that I found was really helpful was to get one on one time with him. Yeah. And yeah. and one of the best things that I did with he was he was a more a late, uh, like kind of came into the office kind of right at the right amount of time, but he would work well past kind of closing time mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what I found was very helpful is to, once the office kind of had basically kind of closed up, yeah. was to just stop in and have a real casual conversation with him at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And man, that started to really build the rapport, gave me the interaction I needed with him, but it was on his terms that it wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't in a group setting yeah. and it was nice and casual. Yeah. Yeah, so that worked out. That worked for you. Yeah, it kind of. It, it would concern me if he had if he had spent the whole day in in meetings. Yep. Whether he'd have any energy at the end of the day. Yep. So did you ever find that you know when maybe when you did try to pop in that he's just you could tell he's just like I want to just be left alone now. It was um, so what I found. Um, generally speaking with him was that he wanted to kind of debrief the day a little bit and to be able to talk yeah. through that with somebody was helpful. Okay. And so not to make him do a lot with it, but because it, and because of the setup of his office, that it was easy to kind of go in and sit in a chair by the door, that it mm-hmm. wasn't non-threatening just to say, Hey, I got a couple of things I need to bounce by you real quick. Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. And I think because he'd been in more larger group situations, this felt like a step back from that, yeah. not like yeah. another 
people demand on me. Yeah, that's probably a good a good thing to point out. So a lot of a lot I'm not of, sure that would work with everybody though, because yeah, I think your question is yeah. a fair one. A lot of introverted people, um, if if they're pressed, would say they prefer one-on-one. Yep. You know, interactions. You know, yeah. The, the the true test is when you ask a person, if you were at a party. Yep. And uh, first of all, get getting them to go to the party is the first hard, right. hard part. But once they're there, yeah. you know, what do they do in the party? Do they do they go from person to person, you know, meeting everyone and learning some you know, learning some names and shaking hands with everyone, or do do they prefer to find that one person where they can go and kind of grab a quiet corner and just and, and, and spend time with that person? Sure. Typically, they're they're going to enjoy the more one-on-one sure. in, environment and and shy away from yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> meeting and flirt flitting around the, the room something like you would do probably yeah no no i'm <laughs> nobody uh, yeah <laughs> i'm i'm a painfully extroverted boss which is <laughs> which <laughs> next season when we get into painful. the uh, sins of commission and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, have to cover I've never that heard one. it put that way but it fits you to a t <laughs> <laughs> hello i'm todd chandler and i'm painfully extroverted <laughs> hi todd oh, yeah. yeah hello todd yeah. you know one of the other ways that this interaction can manifest itself is in confrontation and so Mm. having a boss who's painfully introverted you can feel like there are things they need to be confronting either on your behalf with others or fighting for projects for you that they are not doing enough of that confrontation and let's just pick kind of a specific lane around this to say let's say you need resources for a project and they're not willing to do the confrontations to get the resources Mm. to make that happen Mm -hmm. what are some ways or strategies that you could help get what you need out of that particular situation jeff you're just looking at your shoes (laughs) (laughs) because i wish i could figure that out that's um that's a really good question so you you need your boss to step up. Yeah. It's going to require some some confrontation. Yeah. Um, how, how do you how do you convince them to do it? How do you, I, I you know I just feel like you you know you have to make them as comfortable as possible with sure. what they're about to do. And so the only sure. thing I can think of really is to do your homework. Yep. So that when you go to them with your request, you've got a business case, you've got a return on investment, you've got some sort yeah. of airtight facts behind it. Yep. Because what goes along with introversion a lot of times is a need for accuracy and a, and a need to have a complete story before yep. they go off and do something. So, if you're going to ask your boss to go and win you some, win you approval to add a couple people to your team or you know for a budget increase of some sort, I, I think the only way you're going to get an introverted boss to do that is to make them feel so comfortable that you've thought this out and you've got all the facts that they feel good about going and doing it. Yeah. If you go, hey, listen, trust me, just uh, you know, go to bat for me, and they and they don't feel comfortable with it. It's not going to happen. I I think making the case for them and and building yeah. that so that you're kind of giving them script. And I think, it, it, you know, there's broad brushes and different types of introversion, but you know, a, a similar thing is to be able to think or process through things prior to it. And so not yeah. not yeah. going in and expecting an immediate confrontation that they're going to go on your behalf. They have to. Kind of, it's almost like getting a battleship to start up, right? Like it, it kind of yeah. takes a while to get the fire going and to, to get the, the steam going to really be able to start to move forward. And so I think being able to provide that to make the case, um, and mm-hmm. I think writing is a great way to do that. So here's all the details you need to be able to have on it. And to simply ask the question, what else can I do to make this an easy process yeah. for you? <clears throat> that's, no, I think that's a good idea. And I don't, I don't think battleships run on steam anymore, but, um, <laughs> but, but maybe, maybe, some, <laughs> maybe somewhere... Um, yeah, no, I think I think that we're onto something there. I think it's great advice to uh, 
to make it as easy as possible for right. an introverted boss to, um, to to go to bat for you right. Right, or to give you what you need. Right. Um, no, I think that's really good. Yeah. You got to pave the pathway for him to be able to to drive that along. Yeah. You know, one of the other things. So you think about that that old management of walking around. Um, you know, the introverted boss isn't going to be walking around. Uh-huh. If you're always hanging out in their office, that can be bad interruptions you know what are what's the ways to work around communication to make sure you're getting the communication you need you're keeping them updated yeah but yet you're not overwhelming them you're not demanding time that they yeah. uh, is going to be unproductive yeah i think i think um y- you know it, it's like there's a trend every time we do these we we're we're really counseling people on how to work around a bad boss and yeah. that, you know that happens that that that's just going to happen i mean once in a while we have good bosses but we're going to deal with a lot of uh, imperfect bosses because there are no perfect bosses other than me and, and you um but but i think it, you know when you said you you well, really yeah, sounded yeah, like an afterthought threw, like it, it was kind of uh, like I a, just it was just an awkward yeah, well you know it, i just i saw the look on your face um puppy dog yeah so but but i think i think the theme is taking ownership yeah you know if we're trying to survive under a bad boss there's a there's an element of taking some ownership and so let let me just use an example. So if one of the issues is the boss tends to just procrastinate away one-on-ones. Yep. They procrastinate away. Pr- pr- procrastinate away. Thank you. They do that about team meetings. Yeah. Um, where weeks can go by and you don't even get the whole staff together. Yeah. I think I think in those cases you, I think you initiate those. Yeah. You say, hey, boss, it's really important. Maybe you maybe you share yeah. some of the things that you're feeling and say, hey, listen, I, we feel the team and the team is feeling a little disconnected. Can we schedule yeah. a meeting? I'll even set it up and get the conference room reserved. Would that be something that you would allow me to do? Sure. I I think I think you know introverted bosses would respond to that and say, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I know I get busy and I don't I don't think sure. about those things. Sure. Well, and I and I would say even to make them not defensive about it, about it, say, hey, I just think it's helpful for us to get together and talk through this, 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 and this. Um, I can go ahead and put the agenda and put it all together. If you know, yeah, that sounds great. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, yeah, they would show up to that. Yeah, most right. most of the time they will show up. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's easier for them to show up to something that you've scheduled than for them to think about who needs to be there and what we need to talk about and creating an agenda and having human interaction <laughs> yeah yeah well and i think that you know one of the key things to to keep in mind and you know as we've kind of talked through this we're really talking the painfully side of things like it it's so hermited and so um not yeah. getting a response and so sometimes that can delay processes or slow right. them down more and so it's not just that interaction but it's that progress that forward progress and so how do you go about making mm-hmm. sure that you keep that ball moving forward okay so oh, is that hell's bells yep. already yep <laughs> It's um, so that means it's, that means it's time to Who wrap up, that? Which, is, that? which is good. Who has the kind of time to listen to us ramble on for endless minutes? Yeah, you know. So let's 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 wrap this thing up. All right. So we're dealing with a painfully introverted boss, one that's just a little more than just a shit little shy. This yeah. is one who just like tend to avoid human contact yeah. a little bit. What, how, how do we summarize this? What are the kind of the main tips to survive under that situation? I think one of the key things on it is to meet them on their terms and Mm. so think about the fact of one-on-one is a great way to do it writing is fantastic Mm -hmm. um and less frequent um so um you know and i think being able to plan ahead or to prep to um uh, uh, to let them know what it is you want to talk about so that you're never surprising them with something yeah, they um, don't like surprises usually. No, yeah. no. Mo- generally, most people don't like surprises yeah. in the as a boss relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, 
surprise birthday party gifts yeah, those hey. kinds of things those are nice but normally as a boss it's not a good thing to be surprised yeah that's true that's yeah. true yeah i especially like the, the point about um preparing them yeah if you need assistance in some way that's going to require their assistance that's kind of repetitive yeah you know what i'm you know what yeah, I'm trying yeah. To say. Yeah, yeah it's it's doing the dil- the due diligence that they're going to need to feel comfortable yeah going to bat for you yeah because yeah. they typically are going to want more than just trust me i need this yeah and and i think breaking it up into small steps like don't try to overwhelm them don't try to I, this yeah. is this is a horrible analogy okay but i gotta share it anyway please, please do it's, never it's, stopped you from it, doing it before it's like a shy little puppy you know that that, that kind of is, is doesn't want to come out that and so um you know that uh that kind of wants to engage but kind of backing off as you uh try to reach out to pet it or to deal with have it. have you ever it's been around a real puppy yes because okay <laughs> I, they like lick all over you and you know yeah but i, I know i know what you're getting i know yeah what you're getting yeah about. they're they're not all puppies are that way really and and let's just keep in mind you always have bacon in your pocket well it, well doesn't everyone <laughs> i mean bacon so, is delicious so yes. communicate small bites one-on-one Put it in writing, yeah, and always carry bacon in your pocket. True, and just to, and just to kind of reiterate that if communication is what's lacking because the boss is so introverted, taking ownership of that, set up those processes in advance, set up your own one-on-ones with your boss. Yep, you know, just take the bull by the horns, Todd. Yeah, and just and, and make it happen. You know, if your team's not meeting and you know you haven't had a staff meeting in seven months. Go to the boss and say, hey, how about if I set up a quick, uh, you know, and we'll do this. And the boss will probably be like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Just let me know where it is and I'll be be there. Yeah, yeah. I think think it's good. We just, we need to take control. Yeah. I think coax them out with a little bacon and uh, don't overwhelm them and don't make them play on your terms. Play on their terms instead. I wonder if they have bacon here at the Coffee and Food Emporium. Uh, I I know they do across the street at Pigwitch. You know what? Let's wrap this up and go hit Pigwitch deal. Even if you work for a painfully introverted boss, just remember, it could be worse. You could work for Jeff or me.